0: Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. I think we need to cook them just a little bit longer, my dad said, looking dubiously into the frying pan we giggled. It smells like chicken, he assured us. We nodded. I piped up, my voice filled with a ten-year-old's ironclad logic. Uh, dad, we don't know what chicken smells like. My mom snorted delicately, and my brother and two sisters looked on in horrified fascination as my dad took a stick and stirred the contents of the frying pan. The smoke from the campfire shifted and burned my eyes, Our golden retriever, Justin, wandered around camp, wondering what he'd get for supper. I wondered, too. Mom started pulling potatoes wrapped in tinfoil out of her backpack. I'll just bury these in the coals, she assured us. Supper should be ready in an hour or so. She turned to dig deeper in her pack, muttering something about your father and his crazy survival book. I nodded and heaved a sigh of relief. We had joined in the hunt for supper with glee. Turning over old logs and and digging in the bark had given us an hour or two of entertainment on our family backpacking trip in the North Carolina mountains, but Dad's idea of a survival supper? Not so entertaining, especially since he and my mom had raised us vegetarian. When he'd announced his plan to teach us how to survive in the woods, we'd gone along. Learning about edible plants sounded fine, but eating grubs? Not so fine. Hmm, Dad murmured as Mom nestled the potatoes in the coals. What do you think, honey? Mom peered into the frying pan. Looks like you burned them. They do look a little dark. Rats. He pulled the frying pan off the fire and stared at them. With a sad shake of his head, Dad tipped the blackened grubs onto the dirt. Maybe Justin will eat them. Here, boy. Justin sniffed the offering and dug a small hole in the soft dirt before nudging the grubs to their proper burial. We laughed, and Justin looked up with an apologetic, doggy grin, and trotted off to find something more appealing. Despite his never-forgotten grubs-for-supper fail, I learned a plethora of practical ideas for surviving in the woods from my father. He spent hours teaching us to love the great outdoors. I've never tried to eat grubs again, though. My dad taught us all about hiking, edible plants, flowers, trees, butterflies, snakes, campcraft, backpacking, and orienteering. Most of all, he instilled in us a sense of adventure and a you-can-try-anything attitude. That spirit of adventure has carried with me into my adult years. We've gone camping, hiking, cross-country skiing, canoeing, kayaking, and mountain biking with our daughters. Dad taught us about adventure, and Mom taught us about preparation. He found the grubs and she brought the potatoes. When you feel adventurous, make sure you adventure prepared, though. Even a short day hike can turn into a disaster if you forget the essentials. I've learned the importance of carrying a few items with me on our adventures. Running out of food and water three fourths of the way to my destination doesn't turn out pretty. I don't function well without those two things. If you've ever hit the wall, you know what I mean. If you haven't hit the wall, Let me explain. Your body will have a physical reaction to not having enough fuel. For me, it looked like sitting in a ditch with my mountain bike flopped on the ground next to me. Standing up shot my heart rate above 180, and so I sat in the ditch, not caring much what happened next. Pedro had to rescue me. I learned the hard way that taking the time to fill a simple day pack or fanny pack with extra food and water makes a huge difference in the trip's outcome. Finding a pack that fits comfortably on your hips will make a big difference too if you're out backpacking. A liter of water weighs 2.2 pounds, and that can really pull on your shoulders, especially if you have enough water with you. So here's the basic list of survival essentials for adults. The number one thing you need to take with you is water. I prefer a bladder with a wide mouth, such as the one made by Platypus. If you have a longer expedition, Take along a lightweight water filter, such as the one by Sawyer Products. I'll leave a link in the show notes. You could also carry a camelback. You should carry one to two quarts of water with you for each hour you plan to hike in warm and hot weather. According to the National Park Service, hikers lose between one and two quarts of water each hour as they hike during hot weather. If you're hiking with young children, plan your trip and your water accordingly. They may not be able to carry the amount of water they'll need. Make sure you encourage them to drink often. Back in the olden days, we used to drink from streams. Now people are more aware of giardia and other dangerous things that you can get from streams. But I've still had a drink from a stream in a pinch. I try to make sure that I find water that is in a waterfall or falling over rocks because that seems to help filter out the the bad things. I don't drink water that's in a pool or moving slowly. Hack number two. The second most important thing you need to take with you is food. Lots of it. Bring a variety of salty and sweet snacks, even for short hikes with your kids. Hangry kids whine and complain. Keep your kids well-fed on the hike, and they'll have more fun. You will, too. If you're hiking in hot weather, You can read a post in the show notes for more information. Hack number three, bring a basic first aid kit. Mine includes alcohol wipes, band-aids, and elastic compression bandages, super glue, compression pads, sanitary pads work well, and wet wipes. You can take care of most accidents on the trail with these items. When my husband shattered his collarbone on a mountain bike ride, I used the compression bandages and the sling I happened to have in my pack to tape his arm to his body and stabilize it until we could get to the ER. The ER staff was impressed with my wrap job. Hack number four, bring some simple tools. Bring along a knife or a multifunction tool, as well as waterproof matches or a lighter. Make sure you and your kids know how to start a fire, as well as how to safely build a campfire or signal fire. Other essential tools include a whistle and or a small mirror for signaling for help, a flashlight with spare batteries, zip ties, and an emergency blanket. Now here's a list of survival essentials your kids should carry. And you should make sure you educate them on what to do if they get separated from the group. Everyone's knee-jerk reaction is to try to find the rest of the group once they realize that they are lost. But the best thing that you can do if you get separated from your group is to sit down and wait. Your kids should bring along a whistle and make sure they understand what to do if they get lost. Use the whistle, three blasts, a pause, three blasts, and a pause. You can find more on universal distress signals in the show notes. Practice before you go out on a hike. Review the steps for what to do when they are lost or separated before each trip. It's easy, when you think you're lost, to hike in the wrong direction and make it more difficult for search parties to find you. The second thing kids should take with them is a flashlight or headlamp with spare batteries. At night time, they can use the flashlight as a distress signal. If the family gets caught on the trail after dark, it's nice for everyone to have their own source of light. Kids can also carry a lightweight emergency blanket. Make sure your kids know about hypothermia. A person can actually get hypothermia on a warm day under the right conditions. If, for example, they're wet or damp and a light breeze kicks up. The blankets weigh next to nothing and can also provide visibility in a distressed situation. Kids should also carry water and a snack. Kids don't need to carry pounds and pounds of water, but teaching them about the importance of water and food at an early age never hurts. Another tip for hiking with kids is this. Make sure your kids know exactly how far they're going and how long it will take. Let your kids guide you. Rather than trying to force them to a destination or to hike for a length that's beyond their capabilities, let them be part of the planning, especially if you have toddlers. The older they get, the longer they'll be able to hike. And if they've had fun when they're younger, they'll enjoy it when they're older. So don't forget the four hacks for being safe when you're on a hike. Hack number one, carry water, preferably in some sort of a bladder system that fits in a backpack or daypack. Hack number two, take along enough food. Take more food than you think you're going to need. Hack number three, take a basic first aid kit with you. And hack number four, take along some simple survival tools such as a flashlight, a multifunction tool, and zip ties, an emergency blanket, and some spare batteries. Come back next week when I talk about two important hacks to help you on your journey to better health. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.